Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. What is up, all of my beautiful freaking people? Welcome back to another episode of FML Talk. It is the final fucking solo episode of the year. We made it, bitches. Here we go. Sit back, grab a glass of champagne, and welcome to FML Talk. Oh my god. Wait, how old was the other girl? 19. Can you believe that shit? Hey, this is Gabrielle Stone. Good book. I did not in chapter 16. <gasps> he did what? 48 hours? What a dick. Yeah, but have you seen all the photos on our Instagram? And this is FML Talk. Oh no, she didn't. Holy shit, you guys. When adults used to tell me, the older you get, the time just fucking flies by, I was always like, yeah, yeah, cool, okay. It's real. It's true. I cannot believe this year is coming to an end. What the actual fuck? I was pregnant for the majority of this year, had a whole ass human, and now I'm just like a mom. And that's like, what? It's absolutely insane that... All of that has taken place in this year. I also bought a house, got married. Like, we checked a lot of shit off the list this year. It's been kind of ridiculous. On the last solo episode, you heard me blubbering and crying the entire way through it. And I first want to say thank you because I got so many really, really sweet DMs and responses. You guys really resonated with the friendship breakup. I feel like I will have to do an entire episode on that at some point when I can stop and like get my thoughts together and like have some actual advice to give to you all because so many of you uh, are apparently going through it as well. So I am with you. I understand. As far as an update on like all of the wildness that I talked about on that episode, I can't say that any of the particular hardships have gotten any better or have progressed whatsoever. A lot of it is still as it was. However, the strike is over. Thank the fucking Lord. So at least Tay's industry is starting to move again. Um, and that's like brought a little bit of pressure off of us. But as far as the other things that I have been dealing with personally, they are kind of the same. But I can say I am starting to really practice what I preach and stand in my knowing and know that things really do happen for a reason and that there are lessons in all of them. The October eclipses, y'all, were fucking real. I don't know how much woo-woo you guys read up on, but it basically was the eclipse season in October is meant for ripping things out of your life that no longer serve you so that you can be put on your higher path. I was like, oh, well, that tracks. Great. So I know so many people went through loss of some form, and it was quite the intense, gnarly October. So if you're here listening to this, we made it. Thank God we're here. But I definitely feel that now I am able to look at all of the situations that rained down on my ass in October and have a little bit more 
of a zoomed out perspective and are really I'm really practicing trying to just give up control and not needing a solution or an outcome or for something to be fixed right away, especially when I have no fucking control over it. So that's been true in relationship dynamics and, you know, like just allowing things to unfold how they're supposed to be. If people are supposed to pop out of your life for some time, that sucks and it hurts. But where are the lessons I can find in that? And I'm sure the people on the other ends are learning, hopefully learning those lessons and looking for them as well, because I do believe it's all happening for a reason. But I can say that I do feel lighter than the last time we chatted on the solo episode and having a lot of just gratitude for the things that I have in my life and really remembering to look at those and be like, fuck, I'm actually so thankful for so many things. So if you ever go into the shit of things and being like, oh my God, there's so much bad stuff happening. Why, why, why? Stop and write down a list of all the shit you're thankful for and like post that shit up somewhere you can look at it daily because that is such a big reminder of what we really need to be focusing on. Speaking of that list, we're going to uh, talk about something a little difficult right now. On the top of that list for me is my health. I have watched my dear friend Kelly Randis go through a like horrific cancer treatment and beat it. Fuck yeah, girl. But like just what she had to endure over the past year and a half has been insane. Um, I'm now watching my dad begin to start that journey. And it's been really hard to see him not okay for the first time in his life, my stepdad. And obviously Tay's back going out. It has since happened again, at least this time we knew how to handle it and what to do. But it just, I've had so many things recently that have made me so fucking thankful for my health. And I'm bringing this up because we got some difficult news. And by we, I mean uh, my Thailand friends. So if you remember in the Ridiculousness Adventures of a Single Girl, I went to Thailand and met a bunch of amazing people. But there was a group of four of us that were really like this core unit, like four musketeers. And it was me, my good friend, Jackie, who I have since traveled with in recent years, Daniel and James. Those were their real names. And James from Ireland in the book, you would have read him as Sawyer. I recently, a couple months back, posted a story on my Instagram that you may or may not have seen about his battle with cancer and that they were raising funds to further his treatment. And he was just the sweetest soul. So I shared that immediately mentioning that this was, you know, Sawyer from the Ridiculous Misadventures and what an incredible person he is. We unfortunately just got the news that he has passed on from this planet and was 28 or 29, I believe, very young and 
Jackie sent me, Jackie is Nina in The Ridiculous Misadventures. You would know her as Nina. Just sent me this video of all of us in Thailand where we were in Pai, the most magical place on the earth. And we had stumbled upon this like janky Ferris wheel that was like a human powered Ferris wheel. So you would get on it. There was only four seat, four or five seats and like they would like fully just run it and spin you on it. And she sent me this video and it's of me and Jackie and Daniel and James on this uh, contraption, if you will. And I want to play you guys something that he said in the video. It might be a little hard to hear, but I opened it and it was so obvious to me that this is something I wanted to talk about on the episode today. So here it is. <laughs> so what he said in that is this is the most authentic therapy. There's nowhere else in the world I'd rather be. And if you haven't read The Ridiculous Misadventures, first of all, what the fuck are you doing? But the thing that was so beautiful about James Sawyer was he came to Thailand as this like very quiet, I wouldn't say reserved, but like you could tell he just had this like wall around him that from his upbringing, it was just very like stoic and didn't want to show his emotions too much. He was from Ireland. And after we had our shroom adventure, he had this like spiritual awakening and he transformed in front of our eyes and was the most beautiful, genuine soul and was so open and so like, oh my God, my whole like the it was like the veil had been lifted off of him and he was like so excited to go and like live life through this new lens and go reconnect with his father and really like do things differently. He ended up moving to Cambodia, teaching soccer to kids there and met this wonderful woman and they were together all through COVID in Cambodia. And when he found out about his cancer diagnosis, she went back to Ireland with him and has been by his side throughout this entire fight over the last couple of years. And she was the one who reached out to our Thailand group and let us know what had happened. And I guess I'm telling you guys this for a myriad of different reasons. One, life is so fucking fleeting. It's unbelievable how quick someone can go from being a carefree, open, like just um, incredible 24-year-old to being gone at 29 and how important your health is. So if you have that and nothing else, you have so much to be grateful for. And really to look at life through the lens that James came to look through it as an adventure, as what do I get to do today, as I'm so thankful that I get to go out and be a human and exist in this world. It was really a beautiful thing to see him tap into that. So in honor of him, 
I want to pass that message along to you to go out and live your life to the fullest because you do not know what tomorrow is going to bring. Summer is here and life is not slowing down for us anytime soon. One of the things we have continuously relied on making our lives so much easier is factor meals. No prep, no mess, no cleanup meals. I have really been off the wagon with my eating since having my son, and for my health, my wellness, and my mental sanity, I have been switching my dinners to more healthy options from Factor. They have 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, so I never get bored. And Tay is continuously shocked every time he sits down to eat one because they are so freaking tasty. They have breakfast, lunches, dinners, and desserts. It's a treat to have restaurant-quality food that is so easy to prepare and doesn't come with the insane Postmates bill. Head to factormeals.com slash FMLtalk50 and use code FMLtalk50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code FMLtalk50 at factormeals.com slash FMLtalk50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Enjoy, FMLers. I'm going to read a little excerpt of The Ridiculous Misadventures of a Single Girl that just really embodied who this human was and just to give a little honor to him today. And I feel that it is very appropriate. Here we go. Since our journey into the psychedelic world, Sawyer had become a totally different and amazing version of himself. What was once a quiet, timid soul became an open, invigorated, and expressive human, and it was fucking awesome to witness. He joined me, and the two of us sat, both writing, at the serene cafe I had come to know so well. God, I was going to miss this place. Can I read you what I wrote? Sawyer broke the soundtrack of nature around us. Please, I smiled. It felt like I was witnessing this human evolve into the person he was always hoping he could be right in front of my eyes. From Hanoi to Pai, days that never end to days that speed by, this is my journey from darkness into light. As he finished reading me the intimate and beautiful words he had put to paper, my eyes lit up and my heart felt full. That was so beautiful, dude. (laughs) Have you ever written before? Never, he chuckled in his Irish accent. But I've always wanted to. You inspired me. What do you mean? I can see how your writing has given you an outlet and changed you as a person. You're so open with everyone you meet. I want to be like that too, he answered. Well, thank you. I'm really proud of you. I seriously feel like you've become a totally different person within this last week. I feel like I have too. It's amazing. I finally feel like I have some sense of direction in my life that no matter where I end up, I'll be okay. (sighs) So I know that wherever you ended up, dude, you are okay. And Jackie, I know you're listening to this sobbing hysterically with me. I'm sending you a hug. And I have to believe from the episode that we did with Galliana the work that my mom does, that on some soul level, we 
choose when we go, when our time is up here. As hard as that is for us to understand in a conscious way, I hold on to that and I am sending so much love to his beautiful girlfriend and to his family. Okay, we are going to take a turn (laughs) as I eat my protein bar that's right next to me. Something that has come up for me a lot in the past couple weeks has been self worth and not allowing people's opinions of you to change the fact that you know your self-worth and stay strong in that. So let me repeat that because it's really important. Do not let people's opinions of you change your authentic knowing who you are. This came up for me in a couple different ways. I like hesitate even talking about this because it really like hurt my heart when it happened. But You guys all saw my ridiculous uh, Halloween costume. I was my mom from the movie Cujo and Stone was Cujo, the dog, the rabid dog. And uh, Tay was the car that they were trapped inside. And Junie was the little boy who played her son. Obviously, it was a family costume. It was Halloween. It was ridiculous. It was hilarious. The group photos are on my Instagram. The second photos I posted that are no longer there anymore was of me as my mom holding Junie as the little boy. And we it was literally a recreated image from the end scene of the movie. Um, So we were like copying that position, whatever. While there were thousands of comments that were like, oh, my God, this is so epic. This is hilarious. Da, 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 da. I got two comments from people who basically were saying how insensitive it was to post something like that because it was an image of me holding a child, essentially, with what was going on in Gaza right now. And it, first of all, broke my heart because being a mom now, I like can't even fathom all that is going on with that entire section of the world, it's so devastating and you feel caught between like how to speak out and what you can do and feeling completely helpless and then getting attacked for any position or stance you take on it. But basically that it was triggering because there are real world images right now coming out of that part of the world of mothers holding their children. So I immediately took it down. I was really affected by it. And I DM'd the person that left this pretty lengthy comment and was like, you know, kind of explained the fact that it was not only a Halloween costume, it was recreating something that my mother was in and like we were doing the exact position and blah, 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 blah. And apologizing because I would never want to trigger someone in that way. And she was like, I understand. Thank you. Like, I appreciate you taking it down. And it was fine. But the anxiety that it left in me, it was like very, very intense. And I was like, why am I feeling like this? It wasn't like I like got attacked. I know I didn't do anything like on purpose to like hurt anyone. So like, why is this anxiety within me? I then also the following week had a conversation with someone and without going into detail about it, could really just see that their perspective of the situation was so incredibly different than mine. 
And I had been trying to like lead with compassion and I felt like I was being met with not compassion (laughs) and just it was a very hard pill to swallow to see that they weren't seeing my pain or my side in any capacity and that I kind of had to just like deal with that. And I, again, was left with that same feeling of just like horrible anxiety. And it was just like this uncomfortable feeling within me. And I sat down to do some work with my mom around it. And what we ended up getting to was the anxiety was the manifestation of me pulling away from knowing who I was and being able to stand in that. So when I was getting these outside opinions or things that were happening to me and I felt like my authenticity was being challenged, I was then left to feel like, oh God, well, if I'm not perceived as A, B, or C, then like, who am I? If I don't feel that I am standing in my truth and people don't see that, then like, yeah, I felt very disconnected from myself and it ended up causing a ton of anxiety. And when I finally got to the root of that, it started to dissipate and wash away. But again, you guys see patterns. I always harp on like, if there's a pattern in your life, there's something going on that you need to pay attention to. That was a pattern. There were two times where someone outside of three times, actually, I'm just not mentioning the third, but more or less like someone from my past. Oh God, this is all so ominous. Um, Someone who I was really good friends with for a very long time. And we parted ways for a myriad of different reasons when we were younger came up in conversation with someone else that knew them. And they basically told me that I abandoned them, which you guys know my thing with abandonment. So that was triggering in itself. And like I walked away from that situation because it was very toxic for me. So there were three instances where people gave me opinions or were kind of like pushing something on me that didn't resonate or feel authentic to who I know I am and therefore was starting to cause a lot of anxiety. So my lesson in all of this is people are going to have different experiences than you. They're going to have different perspectives than you. And they're not always going to be, quote, right. They're not always going to be the same as yours. So whenever you're going through a situation where people are giving opinions to you and are making you feel a certain way that isn't resonating true, like if it is resonating, then that's a different conversation. But that's not what we're talking about now. But if it's not resonating to be true with you and you know, like, no, I'm standing in my authenticity and I know my worth and that's what I'm demanding, there is no shame in that and there is nothing wrong with that. So do not let other people's opinions or their response to you setting boundaries or any of the above allow you to forget your own self-worth. It was a big wake-up call for me that I was allowing opinions, which is also very difficult when you're in the public eye, allowing opinions to dictate how I was feeling within myself. And I needed to seriously check that and rebalance myself and stand in my self-worth a little more. 
Now, I wonder if you guys can hear me chewing halfway through this because every time I like pause for a second, I like take a bite of my protein bar because do I have any time anymore in my life juggling all the shit I'm juggling? Not really, but we're here for the chaos. (laughs) So I'm eating as I record this for you guys. It's December. It's the end of the year. And instead of doing the whole New Year's resolutions and I'm going to start doing the da-da-da-da-da, like let's do something different together this year as an experiment. Join me, if you will. Look at it as the end of a cycle, okay? So like we're at the end of a 12-month cycle. We're at the end of like what all of this year brought. So instead of sitting down and writing out a list of New Year's resolutions, which like, look, don't get me wrong, every year I sit down and I write out all the stuff I'm going to manifest this next year. A lot of stuff that I wrote on that list has come true. We have manifested, we've done it. So I am a full supporter in doing that. But I want you to do this in addition to that. I want you to look at this as what do I want to leave behind in this cycle in 2023? Like this cycle is now over. What do I want to leave behind and not take with me anymore? Because you have the power to do that. You are able at any point to be like, I'm fucking done with this and we are leaving this here. So sit down and write a list today or whenever you have a moment about what you're going to leave in this cycle that is closing. We are closing the chapter on this year. And that can be something physical. It can be like, I am leaving my asshole ex in 2023. Goodbye. You are now banished into this section of the the world and you cannot come forward with me anymore. Or it can be I am leaving fear in 2023. I am leaving doubt. I am leaving not trusting my intuition. I am leaving judging myself all the fucking time. Make a list and decide what you are going to leave in this chapter that we are closing. And once you have that list, do a little ritual. Go outside on like a full moon or like whatever, burn it, close it up in like a fucking letter and like mail it off to somewhere. Like whatever you need to do to kind of just signify to yourself, to the universe, to your energy that like you're done with that shit and we are moving on up. Do that. Do that as an end of the year ritual. Bury it, whatever. Find some dog shit. Put it under that. Like Whatever you got to do. Close it. Complete it. Let's not take that shit into this next chapter. I always get excited for a new year, like a new year, because it's this new fresh start. To be clear, you don't need a new year to have that new fresh start. You can start On a Monday, you can start tomorrow. You can start five minutes from now. It is just about you making a conscious decision to have a new start and to decide to shift your mentality. So stop leaning on the, I'm going to start, da 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 da. I'm going to start now. I'm going to start. You can start whenever the fuck you choose. It's time. Okay. I'm so excited for what this new year is going to bring you guys. I feel like it's got some really good vibes. Um, If you are on my Patreon subscription, you know what 
I've been working on manifesting. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good about it. And if you are not on the Patreon subscription and you're like, ooh, what could you possibly be talking about? There is a VIP $10 tier that you can join. You get all of the mini bonus episodes. There's like fucking 11 seasons now that you can binge through during winter break on any off time you have that are like really fun, really funny. Some of them are ridiculous and hilarious. Some of them are like you're not going to get better healing advice. So you can get those. You also get added to my close friends on Instagram where I share a lot of behind the scenes, more personal stuff about some of the journeys that are going on right now. And you will get to know that big secret that I'm talking about that we are working on manifesting. Uh, You also get weekly blog posts and you get added to the self-love Facebook group. It's a whole slew of things for like $10 a month. You spend that on like one trip to Starbucks if you get like a pastry. So come hang out with us. You can go to patreon.com slash FML talk. And while we're on the topic, if you are loving this podcast and you tune in every Wednesday, thank you. I love you. Hi. So good to have you here. Please take two seconds and drop a review on um, Apple Podcasts or Spotify. It really helps us out a ton and we love and appreciate. Who's we? Who is we, Gabrielle? I love and appreciate you for it. (laughs) Next year, we are going to be slightly restructuring a little bit in January. So we are going to be doing some solo episodes that are really like life updates. I'm going to be bringing Tay on probably one episode every month um, to really dive into some relationship stuff. Um, And that doesn't mean like only like romantic relationships, like any relationship and just life advice, updates, stuff. And then we will have a fun girl talk episode and we will have an interview with an expert. So we're going to be bringing a well-rounded show to you guys uh, come January. So because this is our last solo episode for the year, I am going to end with a really embarrassing, ridiculous story about myself, and then we will get into one of your FML stories. Do you guys remember when I used to give a shit about like what I looked like on the internet and like how I posed in photos and like how my makeup was done? And like I was like, that's embarrassing. Let's not discuss that. You're about to see how far we've come (laughs) with this story. So the other day, I was breastfeeding my child. And he was so cute and so peaceful and so serene. It was one of the early morning feeds. So he was like still kind of sleepy. He had his little eyes closed and he was just like loving life, just, you know, zenning out on my tit. And I really had to fart. And I was in the nursery by myself with him. So I was like, okay, it's fine. I'm just going to fart. Like he's like on like the pillow. It's like way far away from him. It'll be fine. So I went to go do this as you do. And like when you push, sometimes when you're sitting, it like creates this like weird fucking vacuum that makes it like 10 times louder than it ever needed to be. And when I tell you, my poor child jumped off of my boob because he thought the house was exploding. 
<laughs> he got so scared. He jumped off and he like shrieked and started hysterically crying. And I felt so bad because I had startled him out of his like dream boob sesh. He was like wailing. And so I was sitting there holding him trying to be like, Shh, it's okay, baby. I'm so sorry. But also I was like laughing because of like the ridiculous of this entire scenario that I had just scared the shit out of my child with a fart. So that's my life now, guys. Welcome to Momville. The content is changing. <laughs> and with that, let's get into one of your FML stories. Here we go. Hey, Gabrielle, I wanted to share my story with you and let me tell you, it's been one hell of a roller coaster. As a single mom of two kids, I've had my fair share of challenges, including two failed relationships. But let me take you back to when my son was just two years old. At that time, I made the difficult decision to tell my son's dad that I was no longer in love with him. Little did I know that it would lead me down a path filled with heartbreak and betrayal. You see, I ended up falling head over heels for someone who turned out to be the worst kind of person, a narcissist, a liar, a cheater, and worst of all, a pervert. It's still hard for me to wrap my head around it. For, just a reminder, I don't read these before, so I'm reading all of this for the first time as you are listening to it, and now I'm a little concerned about where this is going. Here we go. For six years, I thought I was living the best days of my life. We seemed like the perfect blended family, and even our parents thought so. But then things started to change. He began to distance himself from us, and I knew something was wrong. Little did I know just how sick this man truly was. Oh, God. The extent of his depravity goes far beyond just cheating. I discovered that he had been involved with numerous other women. I've seen naked pictures and videos of at least 13 different women, and it's truly disturbing. And to think that one of them was his staff member. She was the long-term affair. On my 40th birthday, I had this gut feeling that something wasn't right. I went to bed feeling disappointed and questioning why things had turned out this way. The very next day, fueled by my intuition, I made the decision to check my ex's phone. But it wasn't just a casual check. Something inside me guided me to exactly where I needed to look, his emails. Always check the emails. And there it was, a folded, oh God. Oh. And there it was, a folder labeled with his daughter's name. Little did I know the horrifying discovery that awaited me. I like, don't want to keep reading. <clears throat> this man was involved in a twisted web of stealing private pictures from immediate family members, phones, some of whom were minors. He didn't stop there. He also violated the privacy of friends' wives and just about anyone he could get his hands on. It's beyond sickening, and I can't even put into words the disgust I felt. He would often ask to use your phone to change the music during a car ride or make a quick call. Oh my God, dude. However, unbeknownst to you, his true intentions were to search for inappropriate pictures and videos to send to himself. As if that wasn't enough, I later found out that his own family had played a part in creating this monster. They knew about his earlier affairs, including one with his cousin. 
Hmm. And instead of addressing it, they chose to cover it up. It's a heartbreaking realization to know that they enabled his destructive behavior. Since then, I've cut off all contact with him. However, I recently discovered that he's now working as a photographer, which is both ironic and sickening considering his past actions. These experiences have been incredibly difficult to process, but I'm determined to move forward and create a better life for myself and my children. I wanted to share this story to raise awareness about the darkness that can exist within people and to remind others to trust their instinct when something feels off. Thank you for listening, Gabrielle. It feels good to get this off my chest and hopefully prevent others from going through similar situations. Holy fucking shitballs, dude. I never think they're going to get crazier when I open them because we've been doing these for so long and they never cease to fucking shock me. Oh my God, I am so sorry. I hope that that man got what he deserves. I hope that he was held accountable in some way, shape or form. I never want to let anyone grab my phone from me now again. Oh, God, my skin is crawling. I'm so sorry that you had to go through that. And I'm so proud of you for protecting your children and getting yourself out of that horrible situation. If you guys have an FML story that you want to submit, you simply write that shit out like you've heard me read them and you email them to info at eatprayfml.com. No one else is reading those. They come directly to my email and I write the name down and save them for a solo episode where I go in and pull them out so that they're a surprise to me as well. So please, if you have a crazy story, go ahead and submit it to us for the listeners, whether it's to try and raise awareness of something or just vent and tell me your crazy fucking story. I love them all. So write them out and send them to info at eatprayfml.com. Try and keep them to about a page. Don't you know, we want to like cliff notes the the situation. This solo episode was weird and covered so much random shit, but I guess it's December. We're closing a chapter. So we needed to just highlight a bunch of different stuff to make that happen. <laughs> I love you guys so very much. I hope you have a wonderful, beautiful holiday season. Enjoy the rest of the episodes that we have coming up this month. There are some good ones and I will see you for a fresh, structured FML talk in 2024. All right, FMLers, if you don't want to miss an episode, make sure to follow on your favorite podcast app. And if you're loving the show, drop us a five-star rating and leave a review. You can keep up with me on Instagram at Gabrielle Stone or the podcast page at FML Talk Podcast. For all the merch and books signed personally by me, you can shop the FML line on eatprayfml.com. And as always, have a fucking self-love cocktail on me. Cheers. Welcome to As a Woman, Fertility Hormones and Beyond. I'm your host, Dr. Natalie Crawford, and I am a fertility physician and co-founder of Fora Fertility in Austin, Texas. We will talk about a wide range of topics, including the menstrual cycle, your hormones, infertility, IVF, mental health, and well, beyond. So join us and become part of the community of collaboration that amplifies others as a woman.
This podcast has been brought to you by Podcast Nation.